Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. Are we ready? Okay. So we just called it Celebrating the Living King. Celebrating the Living King. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Uh, some of you will be surprised uh, about the things I'm about to share, and I'm going to explain much later to you. Why well, I say that? Because if you go to my website, you're going to see my study that I did, and I found that Jesus Christ was not born in December. And that's very accurate. Is that okay? Yeah. Because December, this weather that we are, is too cold in Palestine for animals to be on the field, for grazing to be taking place. So, you remember the angels came and announced the birth of Jesus to the shepherd. So, basically, the, the time that he was supposed to be born was supposed to be in October. Is that okay? That's the accurate date as it were supposed to be. But God in his wisdom also decided to keep the date out from the view of anybody. And he has a reason for that. Amen. So, we have that on the website. But I'm seeing something. The more I keep on meditating on this, I begin to see reality is why we can celebrate Jesus anytime, any day. And one of the reasons I have to give to you is this. Even if you take the date from December and put it to January, the whole world will still celebrate January. They will forsake December and go to January. That means there is something about his birth that is important and not the date. Does it make sense to you? Yeah, this is why I'm going to share what I'm sharing with you so that you have not time my mind, so that you don't get confused. Say, Pastor, but you told us before. Yes, what I said is the accurate thing. But I'm also telling you now what is prevailing and not just a date. It's beyond the date. Amen? So let's start with Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6. And uh, verse number 7. Isaiah chapter 9, verse number 6, verse number 7. The Bible says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government, the rulership, shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Amen. And the verse number 9, I mean 7 says, Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with what? With justice. Praise the living God. And it's a hand forth even for evermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do what? We perform it. By implication, God decided to bring peace to mankind who had been battled by confusion. By implication also, as we celebrate this with an understanding in our heart, we should be able to be receiving the peace that comes with Jesus Christ being the Prince of Peace upon the face of the earth. Hallelujah. You know the story, how a virgin finally gave birth to this thing. But these are the aspects I want to deal with. Revelation chapter 1 verse 18. Hallelujah. That is basically the thing that you, you find in relation to his birth. But now look at the, the uh, Revelation 1.18 and look at what he says. I am he that live it and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. And the word said what? 
Amen. And have the keys of death. I'm in hell and of death. Or grave and the death. Whatever way you want to call that. But the point I want you to see here is this. I'm alive forevermore. So the person we are celebrating is not, is not dead. We are not doing a memorial service. We're celebrating somebody who is alive. And there is no religious founder who can have this boast in his life. That is to say, who died and is alive again. No founder, no religious founder in this world. You can find him except Jesus Christ. And that because he's God. Hallelujah. So we are not celebrating a dead man. We are not commemorating somebody who once lived and now he's dead. No, that's not what we're dealing with. We are celebrating a living king. Not just a legend, not just you know, an icon, you know, the way people put it. We are not doing that. We are celebrating somebody who is alive. And you got to know that he is alive. And he is a living king. Amen? Amen. Praise the living God. Amen. Now Revelation 11 verse 15. Revelation 11 15. The Bible says, The seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world are becoming the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And he shall reign forever and ever. Now the word ever and ever means ages of the ages. Amen. We are talking about the kingdoms of this world. Whether you like it or not. Whether you want to believe it or not. Christ is penetrating into every new county in this world. He's penetrating every government in this world. He's penetrating. You may not know it. You may not understand it. But the influence of this living king who is reigning today is penetrating into all the nations. And there comes a time when all the nations shall turn over into the influence of his government. Praise the living God. That's why he said the government is upon his shoulder. And I have to give you an explanation to that as well. The shoulder is fine in the body. You have the head, you have the shoulder, you have the body, right? If the government is upon the shoulder, it simply means the government upon the church. Because the church is his body. He is the head of the church, the church is his body. And you can only find the shoulder where? In the body. By implication, God is giving you authority, dominion to exercise because you belong to him. Amen? The rulership is upon the shoulder, not upon I mean, the head he is the head of the body and the shoulder is in the body and the government is upon the shoulder so God is intending the rulership when he said the kingdoms of this world are becoming. That means we as a church, we ought to have influence upon the nations. We are going to be influencing the nations. We should be ready to influence the nations by whatever thing you do in whatever capacity you find yourself wherever location you find yourself there is a measure of kingdom authority that God is giving to you and as you step into next year you should be properly positioned to influence your environment in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So we are dealing with the living king who is influencing all structures of the society. Even in business areas. Remember, the government, the government, the word government is from the word, it's a Latin word in the first place. 
The prefix there, ment, is from the word mental. That's the prefix, right? So when you say government, you're talking about the rule of the mind. Mental mind. That's what you find in the Latin. So what God is saying, the government of God. You can't see it in terms of putting structures and what people call structures. That's not what you see. But we see the influence of his spirit in the life of people. Turning men unto righteousness. Turning men unto God. Amen. Praise the living God. And we are responsible. We should be responsible in bringing forth these changes in wherever, in whatever situation we find ourselves. So the government is upon his shoulder and it's influencing all realms of society. You should become an influence as you move in into next year. Hallelujah. And these are the reasons we are celebrating him because he's influencing changes all over the place. Revelation 20 verse 10. Sorry, Revelation 12 verse number 10. 12 verse number 10. And I heard the loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night. Can I hear an amen? Now, remember, this is not talking up, up there in the spirit realm. There is no day and night in the spirit realm. Genesis tells us that, chapter 8, precisely. Remember that. When the flood dried out, and Noah had to offer the sacrifice, the Bible said, God smelled the sacrifice of Noah, and he made a decree, as long as the earth remained, Day and night shall not cease. Amen? Amen. Praise the living God. So day and night pertains to the earth. So the accusation is not done in heaven. It's been done on earth. But our salvation is come so that the devil has no room to accuse you anymore. Hallelujah. He can accuse you to God. He can take any charges against you before God. Salvation is come, deliverance is come, freedom is come. You are in this kingdom, you are sitting of the kingdom. Hallelujah! As you step into next year, I am making this decree before you. The devil will not be able to stand on your way. Hallelujah! The accuser of the brethren is cast down. When something is cast down, is dethroned, is removed from the place of authority. So we are saying, we are celebrating this living king who had brought such an influence into our life and everything that opposes and tries to oppose us is being brought down, it's been cast down, it's been reduced to nothing else. Praise the living God. First Corinthians 15 verse 25. Why are we celebrating Jesus? I'm just giving you some simple reasons. For he must reign. Everybody say he must reign. Till he had put all enemies where? On their feet. The devil is breaking down. He must reign in your life, in my life. So every opposition, every influence of the enemy, every negative impartation in your life, the devil have no power for them all. God is bringing all of those things under influence and they are coming under your feet. Now watch that. 
That means you're having dominion over the devil. You know what that means? His feet is also in his body. His head, we are the body. The feet is fine, we are in the body. That means you have dominion. When things are brought under feet, that means you're bringing them under control. Now God is giving you extra power as you step into next year to bring everything that is contrary to his life and to your life under your feet. I am saying the devil will only be found in one place in your life. We are under your feet. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are we still here? I'm just trying to say why are we celebrating who we are celebrating. And the person who are celebrating is a living king. He's not a dead king. He's not a historical king. No, no, no. He is alive forevermore. Hallelujah. So we are going to be dancing and just celebrating his birth. We are going to be rejoicing. Today is not a day tomorrow or whatever the case may be. It's not a ceremony to remember somebody who was so good before. We are saying our God is a living God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So like I said, when I begin to meditate upon the birth of Jesus, the man Jesus Christ, the living king, this following fire begin to emerge. And that is what I have to share with you. So number one, it should not be about the date, like I said, he was born. But the fact that the almighty father identified with humanity in order to save and reconcile mankind to himself who has gone astray. Major reason we have to celebrate the birth of Jesus is that the almighty father became a human being. He identified with humanity. Are you sitting there with me? Praise the Lord. In order to save man from himself, the man that has gone astray, the man that's walking to self-destruct, for that to happen, God came in to rescue man as a human being. It's worth celebrating. It's not about the date. It's not about when it happened. We know that it happened. And we're experiencing it. Hallelujah. And so it's worth celebrating. So we are celebrating him. Like I said before, take the date from December to August. May we see move on to August. And somebody said, well, and that was true. It was constant time that changed the date to December because there was a God that was being celebrated on the 25th of December. Constant time, the emperor of Rome, when he came into power, he said, no, we are not going to be celebrating because he became a Christian. We're not going to be celebrating those gods anymore. Let's take the date and celebrate Jesus Christ. And somebody said, therefore, it's a pagan religion. Okay, fine. I have no problem with you. What about the King James Bible you're reading? King James is not the author. King James commissioned people to write the King James translation of the Bible. He paid people. He, he didn't write it himself. It was King James of England. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Yeah. So he paid people and said, go and translate the Bible from what it is into what it's supposed to be now. So the King James Bible you're reading was translated by other people paid by a king. So if you say, okay, the man was a pagan, Constantine was a pagan, therefore it's a pagan religion, we're celebrating Christmas 25th. That means you also know to read the King James Bible because the author of that King James Bible was a pagan king who became a Christian. Are you following what I'm talking about? So it's not about the next. Okay, number two. We are saying that there are other people 
that were born on this date of December. But they all have died and nobody can remember they ever existed. You can bear witness with me. There are a lot of people born in December 25th, for instance. Is that okay? You can hear about any of those people anymore. But you can say about Jesus Christ. That makes it unique. I don't know if I get what I'm saying. All those who were born at that time, they are all dead. Nobody can remember them. Not even history. They are all gone. I mean, men should be tired of writing about them at this time around. But all the people that were born at a particular time, none of them is existing. Only one man is he existing, keeping that date alive. And that's the man Jesus Christ. So he's worthy of celebration. Can I hear an amen? Number three fact why we celebrate Jesus now. That even if you ascribe another date or birth to the man, like I said before, the whole world will still celebrate that date and forget about December 25th. Just make an announcement right now. Oh, we no longer use 25th of December for celebration. Our celebration now is January every year. What's going to happen to the world? Everybody will shift to January every year. To do what? To celebrate the birth of Jesus. That tells you the man is unique. That tells you this king is unique. Anything about his name causes a shift in the whole universe. And people are celebrating today. Whether they are believers or not believers. They all believe that a king was born. <laughs> and that's what's important. Praise God. It doesn't matter who. Wherever they are. They are just celebrating. Why are you doing? I remember my mother. Oh man. That woman was an idol worshiper. But Christmas. Oh come on. She won't play with that. Christmas. Oh. She'll buy new clothes. Cook food. Get rice. Serve people. What was she doing? Showing love. Hallelujah. Showing love. Why was she showing love? Showing the love of Christ. God so loved that what? He gave his only begotten son. There was an influence even in her life. Even though she was a pagan worshiper. She understood that there was one man that lived called Jesus. And this is the way he lived his life. And he has influenced her to begin to minister to other people. With the same spirit with which he came. With the spirit of love. Are you there with me? No matter what you're going to do. You can't bring down Jesus. Whether you believe in the date or not, you can't bring down Jesus. Whether you speak against it or not, you can't bring down Jesus. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. He is a living king and he lives forevermore. Hallelujah. There is nothing you are going to do about it. He is just who he is. The king of kings and the lord of lords. Anytime, anywhere, any date in the universe, he is still the same God. No matter where you go to, men are celebrating today. No matter what you're going to think about, even hating kings are celebrating today. Go to the palaces of the kings today. What's happened? They are celebrating Christmas. They've decorated their, 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 their palaces and all of that. I mean, by implication, they dethroned themselves for the real king to reign. Amen? Glory to God. Why you? I mean, can you imagine that? Maybe the Obad of Bini is celebrating the birthday and then the king in Oshu State will now have to decorate his palace because of the Obad of Bini. Is that possible? No. But while they're decorating their palace, they acknowledge one thing. There's another king that is higher than this throne. So Jesus is being enthroned. Whether you believe it or not, Christ is alive. Hallelujah. Praise God. Alright. Another factor here is with the above reason, people will celebrate any death given to him. I mean, as regards his birth, because 
of all the Father have chosen to do with humanity and our realization of this. Why do we celebrate? We just realize what God has done. We realize what God is doing. Bring it back to humanity. Chose us for himself. Bringing enemies under our feet. We realize that. We are not talking about the dead. No matter what you do, change the date, okay, fine. But we know one thing is important. God became a human being. Just to reconcile us, just to drag us to himself, just to wash us clean, just to clean our heart from all forms of evil, just to bring us to the place of standing upright on the face of the earth, just to make sure peace reign amongst men, amongst families, amen. With all that fight alone, we can celebrate this influence, amen? amen. Praise the living God. The next thing is, we're celebrating the descent of the spirit into the living king. That unites all mankind irrespective of tongue and religion. Hallelujah. I, I remember staying with a Muslim. Malala was a Muslim. But in December, he, he doesn't act like a Muslim. He still identifies with you. Whatever thing you give to him, he accepts it. Hallelujah. If I he readily believe that Jesus Christ is king, but a Muslim. So what I'm trying to say is, this is one factor that unites all mankind. Irrespective of your geographical location, irrespective of your religion, one man can unite all mankind. It's just like you, all, you watch your World FIFA football club. Is that okay? Football club, FIFA season, I've no respect our tongues or tribe. I don't know if you're getting that. Everybody watch football, no matter which zone, wherever you are, they are tuning to the television when the match is on. The same thing is what I'm saying. The only unifying factor in the whole world today is who? Jesus Christ. Across board. Praise the living God. Whether it be tribe, whether it be tongue, no matter, I mean, I mean, something surprising that you discover that even the most remote villages the most remotest villages in Africa, they understand that today is Christmas. Is it that surprising? I mean, who told them that? They don't have television. The remotest villages, our great grandfather, they understand one thing that there's a man called Jesus and he was born on December 25th. They just believe that and they celebrate it. Hallelujah. They go on holidays. Who gives them holidays? They start farm work. They don't go to farm today. No, they will never go to farms. Why? A king was born. I mean, that's enough influence. Hallelujah. Come on, are you with me, somebody? Go to the remoted villages today. They are all home, well-dressed, very happy, sharing food, sharing gifts. Go there and find out. The remotest, I mean, even in Africa, that tells you that the news of this man have been all long time ago. And that's why I say there is nothing you can do to bring him down. His influence go right into the creeks, go right into everywhere. Today, people are going to be dancing in the streets, in the villages, not in the township here. Here you do nothing. You go to the village and see what is going on. Groups and different groups coming together. Those who have not been taking their bath before, they will take their bath today. Praise God. Because it's Christmas. Are you getting what I'm talking about? 
those who don't have time for their skin will take care of their skin today. That's the influence. Somebody's influencing them to change their thinking about life. And they are changing that in their appearances and everything. They are reflecting what is supposed to be righteousness. Unknown to them. Hallelujah. So the holiday is everywhere. Why? Because one man is alive called Jesus Christ. Praise the living God somebody. Are we still following? The next thing I want to make you see is we are celebrating the reigning king who only can identify to our roots and identify us to our roots. The father of glory. Go with me to Psalm 90. Let me just read the scripture here. Psalm 90 verse number 1. Oh, hallelujah. Are we here? Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. You have been our dwelling place. God is our father. We came from God. We lost our consciousness in Adam. And God sent Jesus to remind us. So by reason of the death of Christ, resurrection, by reason of his kingship, it brought a remembrance to us that God has only been our dwelling place. This was celebrated for making us to know who exactly we are, for making us understand our foundation. Our true foundation is who? Is God. And that we never knew before. But through his resurrection, through his birth, through his being the king of kings at this moment, we're going back to this discovery that God is who? Our father. And that tells you that when you die, you're going back to your father. Can I share a scripture on that again? Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse number 7. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes 12, verse number 7. Then, when a man dies, shall the dust return to the earth, as it were, and the spirit shall return unto who? Unto God who gave it. The spirit goes back to God after that. Christ is made us to realize this. So we have access to the Father if we drop the flesh. Praise God somebody. Are you still here with me? We have access to the Father. We have complete access by reason of the Spirit of Christ. Why? Second Corinthians 7 tells us that He has cleansed our spirit from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit by reason of His sacrifice. Therefore, He is worth celebrating. We are celebrating the living King who has made it possible for us to have self-discovery. As to who we truly are, even our foundation, which is God Himself. Hallelujah. Now, the reason why we must celebrate, and we are celebrating, is that through Him we have self worth and life as human. What I mean is, we come to discover our self worth and our life as human beings. Colossians 3 3 and 4. Hallelujah. Colossians 3 and 4. For you are dead and your life is here with Christ in God. Verse 4. When Christ, who is our life, what is our life? Christ. Shall appear, then shall we appear with him what? In glory. Christ is our life. We never knew this before until he came. We have no understanding of this fact until he appeared. And once he appeared, we have self-discovery. So your what is Christ. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. Through his appearance, we were able to discover our worth. The real value of a man's life is Christ. 
Christ is our life. You know, Dr. Luke was writing and said, a man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things which he does possess. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things which he does possess. So what is a man's life? A man's life is Christ, the son of the living God. Now through his appearance, we're able to discover this. He's worth celebrating, therefore, who has come to give us this understanding, this revelation of our true identity. Your true you, your true self is who? Christ. That's your real life. That's your real identity. That's your real being. That's your recall. Hallelujah. We lost that understanding when we came to the earth. And when Jesus came, he opened us up. Our spirit was open and we can begin to move back to our father in identifying that we are sons. Hallelujah. The next thing why we celebrate Jesus is that he's giving us hope that all is not lost in the world no matter what we see. Neither is over with us as a people even when he reigns through us. As we allow him to reign through us, we have a better hope. Like I read before. Even after now, there is still hope for you. The world is not lost. Remember we read in Revelation 11? It's raining even now. Hallelujah. So the kingdoms of this world are becoming the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ. Even so, in your life, every form of authority, every form of dominion that was contrary to that of God, he's subduing and he's pulling you back to where? To himself. Praise the living God. Amen? Therefore, it's worth celebrating. We're celebrating the king that is reigning within and conquering so many enemies unknown to us. I've said that before in 1 Corinthians 15. He must reign until all enemies are brought where? On their feet. There is a reigning authority in your life right now that you don't know about. But things are changing unknown to you. Things are changing from your spirit to your soul and it's going to manifest in your physical body. There's a change going on. And it's going to continue until the fullness of the life of God is revealed into you. Hallelujah. Why are we celebrating this king? We are celebrating our new birth as citizens of his everlasting and increasing kingdom. And this is very important. You are God's sons. You are born into his kingdom. The kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, the Bible tells us. But you see, when we're giving battle from one realm of life to another realm of life, that means his authority, his influence, his power is beginning to work in your life. You are moved from one level of culture to another level of culture. You are now in God's kingdom. We celebrate him for giving birth to us, for dragging us to himself, for infusing into our life his life of righteousness, his life of peace, his life of joy. Hallelujah. For healing our mortal bodies, we can celebrate this king. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. We celebrate it because just not a season, but a realization and the change of attitude towards one another and humanity in its love as we forgive each other and the strongest enemies of our life. Why do we celebrate Jesus Christ? He's the only one that has been able to reveal to us that we can forgive our enemies even as we were enemies of who? Of God. Every earthly king, you try to do something contrary in their kingdom, they stage a war. Hallelujah. But for the kingdom of God, for the son of God, 
is a forgiving king. And he can impact that same spirit into our hearts. And we're learning every day to forgive even the strongest enemies of our life. The ability to forgive those who hurt you can only come from God. And it's coming from the reigning king who is in your life. Hallelujah. So we celebrate him for he's brought humanity together. He brought love. And look at this congregation. Where are you going to find different tribes? Robo, Isoko, Ijoi, Shakiri, whatever. Different tribes. They come in together. We can stay together. We can be united. Hallelujah. How is that possible? Because there's a reigning king. I don't know if you're getting that. We're sharing love. I mean, Robo, the Shakiris, they can't see eye to eye. But today, we're sharing love in the second congregation. We don't remember our tribes anymore. We don't remember where we come from anymore. We just get to understand one thing. We are better with the spirit of Christ. It's worth celebrating. Praise the living God, somebody. Are you sitting there with me? Christ is the true king. Do not see yet reigning in majesty or another world. Let us celebrate our king in his character and his love. So as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, how do we do that? We do that out of good character, love towards one another, forgiving spirit, being cheerful, having, you know what Christ is? Study the life of Christ, study the character of Christ. That's what he wanted to exhibit today. Hallelujah. What am I saying? Christ is what? What? Celebrating. And we are not celebrating a dead king, we are celebrating a living king. Hallelujah. Praise God, somebody. The matter has influence, the matter has authority, the matter made the war, the matter sustaining the war, the matter sustaining you. He's worthy of our celebration. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come and stand up. Give us a sound. We want to just thank the Lord. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org. God bless you.